Hi guys, hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Irish Balance podcast. If you are new to this podcast, you're very welcome. My name is Kira Kelly. I am a medical doctor specializing in public health and I'm based in Galway in Ireland. I also run the blog, the Irish Balance blog, and you obviously know I run the, the podcast, the Irish Balance podcast, because you are here listening to it. I'm also at the Irish Balance on Instagram. And my message as a doctor and a blogger really centers around the importance of um, prevention in medicine. Um, I'm specializing, as I said, in public health medicine. So prevention is an aspect of it that's very close to my heart. I'm also particularly interested in the ways in which our lifestyles affect our health, in particular our diet, um, our physical activity, how we manage our stress, our sleep and our social connection. If you're a regular listener to my podcast, you're also very welcome and you already know who I am. You don't need me to tell you that. In today's episode, you're stuck with me having a chat with you. Um, I recently have just finished, I think about 10 or 11 episodes um, that I shared really since the um, COVID-19 pandemic really took off. And they've been fantastic episodes, all guest interviews with some incredible guests who I'm really, really grateful Um uh, to have had on the podcast and hopefully you guys have listened to those and enjoyed them and if you haven't please go back and do tune in and let me know what you think. This week as I said I don't have a guest and what I thought I would do instead is I would do a bit of a podcast Q&A episode. I asked you guys on my Instagram if this was something that you'd be interested in me doing and the answer was a resounding yes and then I put a sticker on my Instagram story to ask what questions you guys might have or might want me to answer on the topic of me, um, about balance, about working as a doctor and about public health. And maybe you guys are shy, but I wasn't overwhelmed with questions, which is actually great because it means that I can give proper time to answering the few that I got. So this episode definitely won't be anywhere near as long as my regular conversation episodes with uh, my guests are. And I do have some guests that I'm planning to ask to come on the podcast over the coming weeks and months. But I'm going to treat the last 10 or 11 episodes a little bit like a series. So that series is over um, and I'm going to take a little bit of time now to regroup, have a think about who I want to come on the podcast and set up that recording and do a bit of homework on it and then come back to you guys with a few more episodes. Maybe over the summer um, we'll see how we go. But in the meantime, I thought um, doing maybe a regular Q&A episode on my podcast might be a nice way to give you guys something to listen to frequently on the podcast um, in the meantime. So as many of you know, I absolutely love podcasts. I've been listening to podcasts, I think, for nearly four years now. And it's rare that a day goes by that I don't listen to one or part of one. Um, I love audiobooks as well, but I think podcasts are just something that um, really can open our minds to new ideas, new ways of thinking, um, new people as well. And I think they're an incredible way to share stories and to share learning. And I've definitely learned something from almost every podcast that I have listened to, or at least it's made me think differently about something. And starting my own was actually something that was a New Year's resolution for me back in uh, January 2019. The day before New Year's Eve, I said I was going to record my very first episode and figure out how to launch my own podcast. And that's what I did on New Year's Day. And I haven't really looked back since. And it's one of my favorite types of audio content to or content, I should say, to share. And that's because I think you can hear my voice, you can hear me chat, you get to know me a little bit through my podcast, we get to know my guests um, through what they share with us and we can all learn together. And I think that the fact that you can listen to podcasts while you're doing different things as well is um, definitely 
a positive um, aspect of them because I know time is something that's increasingly precious in our modern and very busy world and to be able to listen to a podcast while you're working away at something else maybe it's cooking maybe you're out for a walk or a run or you're doing the housework um, and it's nice to be able to have something to kind of keep your mind occupied sometimes while you're doing those things so I got four um, decent questions uh, or decent size questions, I should say. So I'm going to work through each one um, and just treat this as a bit of a chat. Um, they're quite nice questions um, nothing too deep um, from a listening point of view. And I said specifically that it was a non-COVID-19 Q&A and I have done two Q&A episodes on my podcast recently, a part one and a part two with two lovely guests, Dr. Laura Lenhan and Dr. Kleena Nivukla. So you can listen back to those if you want to. Um, their previous episodes and we answered loads of your questions and obviously it's important in relation to COVID-19 this is all I'll say that you should stay up to date with the latest advice from your health authority because I'm aware most of my listeners come from Ireland but there's quite a few in the UK the USA Australia and elsewhere too so do make sure that you're doing that so the very first question that I got um, really warmed my heart and it simply was how are you and how are you coping and I really just uh, almost got a bit emotional <laughs> reading that question um, because I think it's something that we really need to ask each other all the time right now. It's a very challenging time for us all and I did promise this was a non-COVID-19 episode and, and I promise that it is but I think asking how are you and how are you doing to our family, our friends and, and other people that are special to us, maybe that's work colleagues as well. Is so important right now um, we are all in this together and a lot of the feelings that are coming up for everyone in such a challenging and lonely time um, are shared by us all we're all struggling together we're all getting through it together and working together is what's making a difference especially in Ireland and um, in our battle against the pandemic so first of all to that person who asked that question and to those of you who have messaged me on Instagram or sent me a lovely comment or a DM thank you for asking and I hope you're doing well as well I um just think it's it's so nice to take the time 10 seconds out of your day to ask someone that question to answer the question um I'm doing okay I think that's the answer that I give anyone when they ask how I am um it's a very Irish thing to say I'm grand and then not elaborate on that at all so I think acknowledging the feelings that we're having right now um, if we feel like talking about them or expressing them in another way maybe through writing if we don't want to talk about them is really important so I am okay I think this is definitely not how my 2020 uh, was planned in my head when I said happy new year to everyone on January 1st but I don't think that this was on anyone's 2020 plan so I'm all right. Work for me, many of you know that I work in public health, which the world knows is a busy specialty to be in um, as a doctor. And um, regardless of I suppose, what what your, your professional background is, it's a busy area to be in right now. And I'm really grateful for the incredible experience that this pandemic is giving me as a public health doctor. Um, it's incredible training that I would never potentially have gotten exposure to otherwise. That said, I'd obviously rather there wasn't a pandemic right now. But that is definitely, um, you know, I suppose a silver lining that I can take from this, that it will be, uh, it is an amazing experience as someone who is in their first year of public health doctor training. So work's very busy and that is stressful at times, but I work with an incredible team and I'm really grateful that that's the case. Um, outside of work, as I've said to many people on my Instagram um, and in my posts, I am taking life day by day. 
I think that there is so much uncertainty in the world right now and it's very hard to put together even short-term plans like for two weeks time let's say or long-term plans like two months time all we can really do is I suppose do the best we can to make the most of each day and make each day count yeah, I think that's probably what I would say on that. Um, I am really taking life day by day. And for those of you listening who know me well, you'll know that I love having a plan. I love a plan. Absolutely love a plan. I always have a plan. But right now I don't really have a plan. Um, I have very short term plans, like the seven days ahead of me. I have a vague idea of what I'm going to try to achieve and do and how my week's going to look. But outside of that, we really don't know. We We kind of have to roll with it at the minute. And I think taking things day by day and waking up each morning and asking, what can I do today? What am I going to do today? How can I make things easier for myself? How can I be kinder to myself today? I think that's a great starting point. Um, on a personal level, I'm just keep answering the how are you question because I'm sure lots of what I'm going to say is um, the same for lots of you listening. Definitely missing family, especially. I just came off a WhatsApp video call with my lovely family who make me laugh more times than I can count. And I haven't seen them in over two months now, which is quite a long time for me, um, especially since I, I don't live obviously at home, but I live uh, not too far from home, a few hours drive. So I'm definitely missing family, but I'm finding video calls amazing to keep in touch. We do a Zoom family quiz with extended family every Saturday night. I come last almost every Saturday night, but last night I came fifth. So it's not too bad. So that's really fun. And I think using technology to our advantage in that regard is a really important thing to take advantage of uh, like I say right now I'm missing friends a lot a lot of my friends are in Dublin and when I go home uh, to visit Dublin I'd often get to see them and obviously that's not the case right now but I am finding that we're doing a lot of phone calls a lot of video calls and keeping in touch and catching up actually probably more frequently than we might have done if we were just um you know doing face-to-face catch-ups pre-pandemic so I think that's really valuable um, I think the first thing I'd say is that I'm really trying to stay connected. I think that's something we can all do right now. We know that pre-pandemic, a lot of us would have felt maybe we're using technology too much. But right now, it's it's actually a bit of a lifeline for a lot of people. It's a way to, like I say, talk to your family, talk to your friends. A lot of people are working from home using technology. And much of it is the main um, I suppose channel through which we get social connection and I think we can forgive ourselves for having, you know, a good hour or two extra of screen time at the moment. That said, with technology, it's important as well to set boundaries. And that is something I'm really trying to do at the minute, particularly in the morning and before bed, having sort of a cutoff time, um, you know, before bed when I don't use social media is something that I'm doing my best to be strict with myself about. I think it's important as well to set boundaries about how much news we consume. It's really easy to feel overwhelmed by constant updates. I was sharing a lot of updates on my Instagram about COVID-19 based on the advice in Ireland for people, which I know a lot of you found very helpful, but it meant that I was really never switching off. So what I've started doing instead is doing weekly or twice weekly update posts on the key points and switching off in the evenings after work. And that's definitely helping my mental health a lot. And I'm very grateful that all of you lovely people following have been very understanding about that. The next thing I'd say, and this has kind of turned into me answering how are you with sharing I suppose, tips that I'm trying to live by that I'm finding helpful. But I think that hopefully that's a useful answer for you guys. And the second thing I'd say outside of staying connected and setting um, technology boundaries is prioritizing important aspects of a healthy lifestyle. So making sure that we're getting, if we're adults, um, seven to eight or even nine hours sleep a night, 
making sure we're taking regular exercise and keeping with um, the advice of your local health authority. And um, that can be indoors, that can be outdoors. Again, in Ireland, we're allowed to exercise within five kilometers of our home with um, ourselves or with people within our household. Um, we can also exercise indoors. It's a great time to try maybe something new if you were you know, trying to explore what sorts of physical activity you like. There's lots of different options online on YouTube or on Instagram Live at the moment or people sharing different workouts or yoga videos and things. So it's a nice time to try and give that a go. Um, I've said sleep, then obviously healthy eating is really, really important too. And managing our stress. And that is something that is easier said than done. And there's lots of different outlets um, for stress management, different things you can pop into your toolkit. For me, I find um, reading really helpful to help me switch off. I use the Calm app for a bit of guided meditation, which is also very helpful. There's also Headspace. I know some people have found useful too. Writing has been really, really helpful for me. And I know lots of you have been asking me about writing and I am going to share a post hopefully this week about journaling and how I started it and writing in general. But it's a creative habit that I've taken up since the pandemic kicked off. I've been writing for about half an hour, sometimes a little bit longer every day um, since I think just before Easter. And I won't say what I'm writing because I'm not entirely sure yet. I have an idea and that's why I'm writing it. But it's a really nice thing to tr to do. And it's something that helps me completely switch off. And I think finding it maybe a new creative outlet and taking the opportunity to try something new like that right now when we have more time at home is a really interesting and maybe fun idea. Then the last tip I'd say is routine. So obviously everyone's routine is completely disrupted right now. And that is really challenging. But having little routines in a day can be very helpful to give us some sense of normality in a very abnormal time. For me, that's my morning routine and my bedtime routine. And there's just little habits that I keep part of that. And they're the same as what I would have done for the most part before the pandemic, before COVID-19. And they are helping me to feel sane. And I think it's, it's really useful to try and set up some routines in your day, little, little things, or set up some kind of structure around your day that can give you a bit of a sense of control in um, a, a very difficult time. So that's the first question answered. Hopefully that was useful for you guys. The second question I got was, how do you balance your blog and creating content with your work as a doctor? And again, this is something I get asked quite a lot is about balancing my day job and things I do outside of my day job and that might be my blog if I have an exam coming up which I did before COVID-19 and then it got cancelled and now it's in August so balancing study let's say with with working life there are things I get asked quite a bit and probably because I called myself on Instagram the Irish balance so I invite the questions but my main tip here is keeping a weekly diary that really makes all the difference for me and some people might go oh just like is there not more of a quick fix than that? But really, I don't think um, I want to complicate it for myself. If I need to have a schedule in my week where I need to get a certain amount of key tasks done, having a diary and having it written down somewhere that I'm accountable to makes all the difference. So people often ask me when I say that I keep a diary, what goes into my diary or my, my planner? Pretty much everything is the answer to that. So I'm actually looking at it open on my bed at the moment. So like I've got it um, a really nice one, like a paper chase one that I bought myself in, in December 2019. And it has a space for each day, for each week. And I will write down things like going to the supermarket. I'll write down if I need to bake something, what exactly I need to make or what I'm meal prepping. If I want to work on something for work or for my blog or for 
um, let's say we have to keep up a portfolio as doctors, I will jot that into my diary and I'll put a little box beside it. And when it's done, I'll take it off. If it's not essential, I'll write it with a little bullet point beside it. Or if it's something enjoyable, I'll write it with a little bullet point beside it. So it's not like something I have to tick off. It's just something that I'd like to do in the day. Um, and that's kind of what I do. And if I don't get it all done, that's fine. But what I've learned over time is to try and have a realistic, I suppose, estimation of what's feasible in the day with some downtime as well. So today I had written down that I wanted to do some writing. I wanted to work on a paper. I wanted to go to the supermarket and cook a couple of things. And I wanted to take some downtime to read and record this podcast. Um, and then a family WhatsApp video call slid in there somewhere. So I'm recording this a little bit later in the day than I planned. But those things are kind of feasible for me to do. That doesn't mean they have to be something that you would achieve. Like if you have one key task you want to get done in that day, that's your key task. And also if you have your list for the day or for the week and you don't get through it, that's totally fine. Like you have tomorrow. Today's just one day. Um, and I think being forgiving on how much you're trying to achieve and being realistic is, is a good starting point. I think it's important to say as well that like with the blog, I love the blog. Um, I love creating the blog. I love creating the content that I share, the book reviews, sharing what podcasts I listen to, writing information articles for you guys, writing updates on COVID-19 and um, recording podcast episodes. I really enjoy everything I do for the Irish Balance. It's been my passion project for almost four years now and it's never felt like work. Um, some days, obviously, I want to take a space from it and I, I do. But I really enjoy it. And I think having that as my strong why, that it is a passion that I, I have inside me, that does make balancing it a bit easier. That's not to say that I don't get tired sometimes and just put my laptop away <laughs> and not able to look at it anymore. I definitely do. But I think that it definitely makes it easier. I can't say I'm as structured around my week when I have to study outside of work. So don't worry, I'm human too. <laughs> so uh, that's that question then what motivates you is the next one. So this is, I suppose, kind of half answered in what I just said, but motivation is something that has become, I think, a real buzzword, particularly with the rise in interest in health and wellness over the past while. And a lot of people, when I get messages about my content, which are always, or have been so far, really lovely, and I'm very grateful for them. And um, I often get asked about my energy, um, where I get my motivation to do what I do, and I guess I feel very strongly that um, or felt very strongly that whatever specialty I picked as a doctor, I wanted to be very passionate about it. And I wanted to feel excited to get up and go to work. Maybe not every day because we're all only human, but, you know, 90, 95 percent of the time I wanted to be excited to go to work. Um, and I think in public health, I found that area. Obviously, it's extremely busy at the moment and, and it's definitely not the normal volume of work that I'm doing or the normal busyness but at the same time it's very fulfilling and um, what we do matters and I think that that's a very rewarding feeling to um, get up for every day so I suppose it's because I have a strong my motivation I think comes from a strong why for what I do I want to make the world a better place offline and also online and I feel very passionate about public health as a doctor and about prevention in general and I think that informs what I share on my blog on my podcast and on my Instagram. So that's the motivation on the kind of public health and Irish balance side. What motivates me to do things like meal prep or exercise or 
you know, make a bedtime routine or journal. I suppose those are all things that I really enjoy and that help me find a bit of balance in my life and which nurture kind of me, if that isn't too cheesy to say. Um, I think, let's say if we take exercise, for example, um, now I feel like in the last maybe three years or so, the way I exercise is very enjoyable to me and I look forward to it. Um, and I make sure I prioritize rest and recovery as well. That wasn't always the case. And I can't say that my motivation was accompanied by enjoyment back then. Not at least, not always at least anyway, whereas now it always is. Um, I think self-compassion um, has been something that I've really tried to learn over the past 18 months, especially, and that's been very valuable. Um, so that's probably what motivates me to maintain the health behaviors that I try to keep up. Um, and I guess knowing that or knowing the things that make me feel good, that give me my energy, that make my head a happy place, like cooking with a podcast on or with an episode of Grey's Anatomy or normal people or something like that, um, or going for a walk with a podcast or um, putting on some music and lifting some weights. Those things make me feel good. And um, I suppose they nourish me in, in different ways. And I think that feeling is um, hard to describe, but it's um, something that keeps you coming back. So that hopefully answers that question for motivation outside of work. Then the final question is how to get started with yoga. So I am planning another episode on my podcast about getting started with yoga and um, hopefully soon. I do have one on my podcast already with my friend Ruth Delahunty, who is um, a yoga teacher. Um, she is um, also a very talented lady when it comes to design. And she's also just a really good friend of mine. Um, she designed my logo and we created um, the Irish Balance Yoga Flow together as well. It's very special. So how do you get started with yoga? I think they, I'm no expert. I'm not a yoga teacher. So I'd like to put that out there first of all as a disclaimer. But the first thing I'd say is that I suppose maybe the easiest thing is for you to very for me to very briefly tell you guys my story with yoga. So um, when I was in going into my I think it was my second year as an SHO um, I was training really hard and doing a lot of high intensity interval training and I got injured doing that as you do if you don't prioritize rest and recovery um, so I got injured and I couldn't do any of the kind of plyometric exercises that I had been doing um, couldn't run for a bit while I my kind of rehabbed my knee um, or my injury and what I turned to was yoga because I hadn't really given it a proper chance and um, I felt like I didn't have the patience for it and I was quite narrow-minded about it really um, didn't think it was for me and it's not for everyone but I hadn't given it a proper chance and it was something that I could do while I was doing my rehab exercises so I tried it and I have very clear memories of cold February mornings where I laid out a mat in my kitchen and played YouTube videos and tried a few different channels and felt very silly and um, it definitely felt very odd for the first few weeks and that's how I started with YouTube um, on a mat that I got in Little and or maybe my family got it actually don't even know if it was my mat and I just tried it and everything felt weird and funny and strange and um, then somewhere along the way kind of like when you do your driving for the first time and after a lot of practice, something clicks and you can't really say exactly what clicks, but it does. And 
something clicked with me in yoga. And around the same time, I had been doing lots of walks with podcasts and started listening to podcasts around then too. And I started to really enjoy yoga and um, it gave me a sense of peace while moving my body that I hadn't really felt before. It taught me to really love my body and I'm really not trying to, again, get cheesy saying that, but it did. It really, really did. It kind of sparked me on a journey to love and accept and appreciate everything my body can do and be very um, grateful for that. I also met loads of amazing people. So what I decided to do after trying a, f- a few different classes on YouTube at home or videos at home, um, I got brave enough to try a couple of different classes in Dublin City. My favorite was definitely Hot Pod Yoga. Um, my friend Julie B is an amazing yoga teacher. She's at Julie B Yoga on Instagram. Um, and I really clicked with that place and used to go there quite a bit and tried lots of different studios, kind of made it like a little mission as if I was trying lots of different foodie spots around the city. I was trying different yoga studios and it was kind of like my treat to myself because I was trying something new and I wasn't paying for like a gym or anything like that because I was doing my rehab. So anyway, um, I fell in love with it and it's something that began to feel like kind of um, a home away from home. So as I record this, I have my yoga mat laid out in my bedroom and I'm grateful that I have space to do that. And I have a little corner of my room set up um, where I can just go and move. And sometimes it's a more in, intense yoga flow. Sometimes it's a very restorative yoga flow. Um, sometimes it's just a few little poses that um, I do before bedtime, but they all give me kind of a real sense of, of peace and calm. And yoga kind of, for me, always reminds me to nourish my body, to take care of it, to appreciate it, to accept it um, exactly how it is. And I met so many lovely friends and it's something that I do with friends when, you know, pre-pandemic, we would do yoga classes together and I met some lovely people through it, like I say. So that's kind of my yoga story. Um, Over time, I have gotten a lot braver with it, tried loads of different YouTube channels. My favorite is probably Kat Meffin because I get asked this a lot, but also my friend Neve Kyo has just started her yoga YouTube channel after recently qualifying as a yoga teacher. And I love her style of teaching. It's brilliant. So they're probably my two favorite yoga channels, I'd say on YouTube. And then on Instagram, my friend Mora, who's yoga with Mora and Laura Farrington, Irish yoga girl. They both do fantastic flows as well. Um, and Julie B obviously is, is amazing too. I'm probably leaving people out that are great yoga teachers, but those are my favorites. Um, to to teach and I just think that it is a practice really that no one is perfect at there's no such thing as perfection on a yoga mat no such thing in perfection in general but yoga is for everyone it's for everybody um as in everyone can do it maybe not everyone loves it but it is open to everyone to try and I don't mean to wax lyrical about it it's just something that really has changed my perspective on myself and on exercise and changed kind of how I um, think and how reactive I used to be it just made me much more calm and uh, yeah I love it so that's kind of my ramble about yoga the question was actually how to get started so um, like I say I'm not a yoga teacher I'd encourage you to go back and have a listen to my podcast episode with Ruth Delahunty because we talk through this but what I did was very simply got myself a yoga mat and they're not necessarily essential but I did get one just so I'd be comfortable and I tried some very gentle flows on um, YouTube. Um, I 
mostly Kat Meffin's channel because she has so many different videos. Very beginner. I stuck to very, very much beginner. It's very different right now because I suppose we can't go to yoga classes at the minute. So with current restrictions and things around COVID-19. So online might be one of the best ways to get started. Again, I can't give specific advice on it because I'm, I'm not a personal trainer, physiotherapist or a yoga teacher, but that's what I did. And that's what I'm currently doing right now. Just my mat at home and doing um, my own practice um, with just with music or I'll play a YouTube video or do an Instagram live class and there's lots of people doing Instagram live classes or classes through Zoom so I've kind of shared my favorite um, people to follow for yoga um, there already so they be my gals to check out um, so yeah that's kind of what I think I'll say and also don't judge yourself there is it's not about how flexible you are at all. And uh, trust me, I can't tumble. I can't do any fancy poses. I do the poses that I enjoy and that I'm comfortable in. And like I say, yoga really is about teaching um, you to respect and, and nourish and love your body. And it's more about what you take from your time on the mat um, and what it gives to you off of it as well. So anyway, that is my ramble done and hopefully that is helpful. So somehow I've managed to go on for 30 minutes um, with this, but that is the last question. What I'm going to do just to finish is just to flag to you guys that every Sunday I share an, um, a blog post, losing my words, a blog post called The Weekly Balance. And The Weekly Balance is basically an article I started at the start of January because I wanted to kind of have something that I was able to share every week to answer questions I get asked a lot about, like what books are you reading? What podcasts are you listening to? And kind of thoughts that I have or things about my day job. Now, right now, obviously a lot of what I do in my day job isn't appropriate for me to be sharing um, online. So the weekly balance at the minute is something um, that I really enjoy writing every weekend. So it's a mix of things I'm thinking about or thoughts that have come to mind during the week or lessons that I've learned. And it's also um, what I'm reading. So I share book reviews in it or book recommendations. I also share podcasts that I've listened to that week and really enjoyed. Um, I share a recipe of the week as well um, that I've either come up with for my blog or that I'm really enjoying making. And I often share what I am watching too if I'm taking in a new um, TV series, which for me most recently was Normal People. It was amazing. And I've just shared a book review on my Instagram this evening, um, which was Exciting Times by Nisha Dolan, which is a really interesting book. And uh, I kind of wanted to read it because I had read that it was sort of like Normal People. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to direct you to my Instagram to have a look at that book review uh, today because I've just shared it and I share regular book reviews on my Instagram. Um, but that's just an idea of what you can expect from my blog each week. If you really enjoyed or if you enjoyed this podcast episode and you'd like me to do more podcast episodes on things that, um, you know, I put into the weekly balance like books that I've read and enjoyed or podcasts that I've enjoyed. Or if you'd like to see the weekly balance made into a podcast episode, please let me know. Just leave a comment on this podcast or drop me a line on social media. You can, um, I was about to say slide into my DMs, but I'm not going to say that. You can send me a direct message on Instagram and let me know. I always love to hear the feedback from you guys because it helps inform the content that I share for you. Um, so yeah, I think that's most for me. If you'd like to see me do more Q&A episodes with a mix of the Weekly Balance stuff too, let me know. Same way, leave a comment on this podcast or send me a message on Instagram. Really hope you enjoyed this episode with a difference and thanks to all who submitted questions. I really enjoyed answering them. And yeah, listen, I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to find the blog, it's theirishbalance.com. I'm at the Irish Balance on Instagram and Twitter. And then you know where to find the podcast, obviously. So talk to you guys soon. Stay safe and I'll chat to you in the next episode.